0: Hello and welcome to Wild, Wealthy and Liberated, a sacred space that is co-created to deepen and expand your beingness in dismantling, deprogramming, relearning, rewilding, reclaiming your power so you can own your magic and share your medicine more freely. I'm Jasmine Hayden, your host and embodiment, love, wealth, and leadership mentor. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Wild, Wealthy, and Liberated, where we're diving into devotion to what you get to have and co-create with spirit, with source, with the divine in your life, in your beingness, in your journey and what it gets to feel like in your body to have and to hold more than you may have ever thought you could or that you ever uh, saw as possible for you or in a physiological standpoint, more than your nervous system ever felt safe in having and holding. So this episode is one of the biggest aspects of expansion work in your spiritual journey, given that... In every stage of your growth, in every uh, new level of yourself, of your leadership, of your love, of abundance that you step into, there comes a realization that you get to have and hold more than you previously did. Because... As you realize that you are inherently worthy and deserving of the life that turns you on or that lights you up or that fills you up in new kinds of ways that you didn't previously know or believe, then spirit meets you in that. And so the devotion to what it is that you are calling in for yourself, that you are uh, choosing to create out of your reality. Whether you are someone who is uh, a leader or a human in a role or in a position that serves other people or this is in your intimacy in your relationships, or this is in your intimacy and your love with yourself, all of the things that had held you back from your next level begin to melt away or to dissolve or to release from your body with the devotion to what it is that you are holding for yourself. So that can be in the beliefs. That can believe. That can be in the embodiment. That can be in how it feels to be alive. That can be in the specific kinds of experiences that you desire for yourself. So to get us more grounded into this uh, transmission, I'll give an example of uh, for me. One of my dreams when I was younger was to travel the world and to get to do that in a way that was in alignment with my passions and my curiosities and my dreams of experiencing different cultures and different ways of being and connecting to land and to spirit and to sharing my work. And that dream birthed about 10 years ago when I had not ever left the US. I'm currently in Sweden, by the way. And at that point in time, no one in my family had ever left the U.S., aside from my Mexican side, who had uh, gone to Mexico. My, my grandparents are from Mexico and came to the U.S. in their young adulthood, in their late teens, and my, uh, my mother and my father had not left the country, not left the U.S. outside of my mom going to Mexico. And so just traveling, that in and of itself, which is a huge privilege and a blessing and a luxury that a lot of people don't get to have, seemed so beyond me. It seemed something that I wasn't going to get to do, that I wasn't going to get to experience, that I wasn't going to get to uh, have in my life when I was uh, a younger, like in my teenage years or in my childhood years, but it was a dream. And you can tune into any dream that you have, whether you are a business owner, whether you are uh, calling in a divine partnership, whether you are uh, calling in or desiring to have higher flows of money or abundance in your life. So I'm just using this particular example because it's just so pertinent to where I find myself now physically in in the world and the journey of the beliefs and the feelings that I had when I was younger of not getting to have that particular thing show up for me. And when it became so clear for me that I desired to be a world traveler, I became devoted to how I got to actualize that desire. And my very first time that that happened was in my sophomore year of college when I applied for a study abroad program in Florence and I got accepted and I got scholarship and I was devoted every day to whatever needed to happen to allow for me to get there, we fundraised. My family came together, and I'm so grateful for this. We did like bake sales. We uh, did all of these different things to to raise money so that I could get to to go to Italy and study at this Florence University of the Arts. And I studied philosophy and psychology and. Uh, wine appreciation and food culture and was so deeply enriched by that experience. And what happened when I actually was in the experience of the first time of something like that happening for me, someone who identified as that not being ever possibly available for me and stepped into it and lived in it, I realized that I could actualize any of the desires that I had with the discipline and the devotion and the commitment to creating it. And that was a a huge catalyst for transforming those limiting beliefs that I had had around around living that kind of lifestyle. And this is especially true for, in my experience, how I've witnessed it for people of color, for women of color, who it's, it's a lot... Uh, more inaccessible for us to travel and there's a lot of also lived fear in in the body or not lived fear, uh, ancestral fear or um, limitations around it not feeling safe to travel especially for women or uh, people in, in female identified bodies that uh, it's unsafe to solo travel. That's another layer to that. It's unsafe to solo travel. And that was my first time just choosing to have the the trust and the faith that I got to have that experience. What came from that was then me desiring to be in every continent before I got to 30. And so right now, I've so far, I've created and manifested traveling to uh, five or six, maybe five or six countries in Africa, uh, to five or six countries in Europe, to, uh, going to Asia this year for the first time in my life, to going to, uh, Central and South America, uh, this year and last year. And it's going to be a deep part of my life for the rest of my journey. So all of those things that are now so normal and so much a part of, of my existence at that time did not feel like they were going to happen. And this is true with money, and this is true with relationships, and this is true with leadership. So I had the dream to start my own business. I had the dream to have a sacred divine partnership that I felt fully met in, where I felt safe to be my full wild feminine self and also express my masculinity, and explore different gender expressions, and to be deep in pleasure, and to have the emotional intimacy and connection that would allow me to discover different parts of myself, different parts of my being, uh, and with leadership, to be serving hundreds of of people from all over the world and to be holding really transformational in-person spaces and workshops and ceremonies. And every single one of those things did not feel possible at some point in my journey until I devoted to what I was holding in that highest vision and that highest timeline for myself and then dove into all of the limiting beliefs and transformed and alchemized and shifted those beliefs into ones that actually felt really good. Like what if I could get to have this? Adding play, adding curiosity. What would it look like if I did get to create this for myself? What kind of support would I need or do I need to uh, make me Uh, feel like this is attainable? Uh, What are the different changes I need to make right here and now and commit to implementing those changes in my life every day, every week, every month and step by step, day by day, having the energetic shifts and releasing those old patterns and Choosing to embody myself as the person who does get to have those things, the person who does get to live that kind of life, the kind of life that for me had felt like something outside of myself that was external. I shifted that and made it something that I felt in my body, that I felt as truth. And the devotion is. It came from so many different practices that were built over time from mindset work to nervous system work to deep trauma work and getting under the roots of the fears or the roots of the disbelief and meeting myself in those ways that I didn't even know I was holding. At the same time as I was holding those desires and those dreams and those visions, I was also holding so much resistance to those happening because they were unfamiliar, they were scary, and they were uncomfortable. And what has happened in that journey is it was a process of upheaving those parts of myself that felt like I didn't get to have those things deep down that were subconscious because I was not aware of them. I just knew that I was creating different ways of blocking them from me. And this is what I see so often in this work, in transformation work, in liberation work, is that you will have these deep resistances to what you want to have. And they're so hidden until you bring them up to the surface until you actually look at them. And when you look at them, and you see them, then there's that uh, acknowledgement of, oh, this is what's been holding me back or, oh, this is why I haven't allowed this in or, oh, this is why I haven't accepted this to, in, in my reality, in my life, in my body, in my being. And it takes away those, the power of the resistance and it invites you into the reclamation of your power and your trust and your faith over the resistance, over the fear of not having it. Because what I see so often in my work and with my clients is that it is it can be just as strong of a force, of an energetic force to feel the fear of not having what you want as it is to feeling the desire and the excitement and the passion of what you do want. So there can be the holding of those both at the same time. And when we bring those shadows into light, when you bring those limiting beliefs of the self, of your uh, capability up to the mirror and then say, okay, I see you, but you actually don't have any power. Oh, okay, I know that you're here, and I'm still going to choose to devote myself. And the devotion to what you get to have is it strengthens in its power. It strengthens in its magic. And it strengthens in your own magnetism. And in the feminine energy, your, your magnetism is amplified in the highest desires that you have, the more that you release those old patterns of feeling unsafe in receiving what you want to have. Your receptivity from spirit and from divine of what you get to have and what you get to create gets stronger and stronger and stronger with the devotion that you have to yourself, with the devotion that you have to spirit, with the devotion that you have to your dreams. And this devotion is something that is built and that it becomes your new default in your regulation, meaning that every day, if you are reprogramming your mind, if you are recalibrating your nervous system, if you are feeling the sensations of you already getting to experience what you get to have, free from any expectation of when it's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen, it just shows up. It shows up more and more and more in these blessings, in these unexpected miracles that come into your life. So another thing that I'll use as an example around this devotion is I desired to be a a speaker, a public speaker, to share my work in a way where I was sharing my voice. This is one example of those in the podcast, which was a huge fear for me, uh, and to do this in, in person. And years ago, that did not feel like it was something that I could do because I had all of these fears of, and I had a lot of judgment of myself of like, I'm not good enough or I'm not uh, confident enough or I uh, don't have enough experience or all of those limiting thoughts or beliefs, even though I actually did have a lot of experience in, in different ways in, in that regard those things were really blocking me from feeling open to receive that, that timeline of me speaking. So using that as an example, uh, one of the things that came through, and I'm, I'm using this as a quick like manifestation that I will be, (laughs) I will be continuing to grow in this particular regard, but a few years ago, speaking in front of, in, in front of, Large groups of people brought up more fear than it brought excitement for me, and I was so nervous the first time I spoke in front of people. I think I remember this was uh this was an undergrad, so this was maybe ten years ago uh where i I spoke at u s c in a conference It was a diversity equity and inclusion conference I was in the the board of of that. Uh, of that initiation in that time period and I was invited to speak I didn't ask for it I didn't think it was going to happen but I had already been holding that that vision and I kept feeding the belief that it could be possible and that was my first time ever doing that and so one once I did do that and I got through the fears and I got through the resistance, and I showed up for it, even in the shakiness, even with the nerves, even with uh, all of my body, like going through its own thing to, to get through it. I did it, and I showed up for it. And that's the point where I, I started to plant the seeds if I desire to be doing this internationally. And so I would journal into this. I would see myself speaking in front of people in in large conferences all over the world, I would see and feel what it would be like to be that kind of person that got to have that kind of impact and that kind of reality because I so deeply cared about how I could serve people, how I could help people, how I could transform people through my own stories and through my own journey of coming from where I came from, from hardship and struggle and uh, inequity and just rising over and over again into more and more liberation, into higher experiences of, of love and wealth after coming from dysfunction and toxicity in my household uh, and coming from a lot of trauma to feeling safe in my body and like loving my body after going through periods of hating my body or hating myself and and deciding that I wanted to be the kind of person that could inspire other people to to change their own lives or to heal their own bodies or to heal their own relationships. And so that seed that I planted of of being uh, an international speaker is is one of the examples that I'm using it. I I devoted myself to what is it that that needs to happen? And this is where I ask spirit, this is where you can ask spirit, and you can ask your own inner guidance system and ask the universe, what do I need to do? What do I need to know? What do I need to trust, know, and believe to allow for this to happen? And then taking those steps and staying devoted to that as a daily consistent practice. And what has happened since is invitations to be speaking in really beautiful conferences and business conferences and leadership conferences in in Mexico uh ones that are international or virtual and all of these things they they've come from that devotion so the thing around reclaiming and rewriting your own story is choosing what you decide that you want to have, that you get to have, that you uh, are willing to face the fears of, that you are courageous enough to stick with it when it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen, when there's no physical evidence of it happening, and continuing to build yourself, and build your capacity, and build your trust, even when it might not look like it, that you get to have it, and that you get to co-create it with spirit, with the divine, with other beings, and then allowing yourself to receive it. Allowing yourself to receive it every time it happens. Every time it shows up for you, letting it in, letting it into your life, letting it into your your beingness, letting it into your expression of your soul and of your purpose. And this is a huge part of, of wealth because you're also devoting yourself to the co-creation with spirit or with universe or with source of you being in your wealthiest embodiment meaning in your most rich embodiment where you're so deeply fulfilled and satisfied with your life and as someone who has been uh, a very like stereotypical overdoer and had such huge ambitions and uh, was very set on working so hard to uh, to create. One of the most powerful shifts I had in my own journey was creating more ease in the process of it. So that also comes with deepening in the self trust and deepening in the trust in life, deepening in the trust in spirit. That it's already here, it's already done, it's already been, uh, it's already happening in the quantum realm and in the traveling of multi dimensions while still living in this in your body. It's the the knowing that those timelines are beyond your own cognitive understanding of when it's going to happen, and it will happen when you are devoted. And some of these things might not happen because they're not actually what you really want, or you might change what you want, or uh, you might have a big shift in in the direction that you were going, or uh, there might be Signs or messages from your inner, your inner guidance, your higher self, or from the your life and what happens in your life that that bring you into the realization of oh that doesn't feel true for me anymore, or oh I actually have a, a completely different dream or a completely different vision that feels more aligned and, and feels more alive for me. And that is where you then want to be devoting yourself to. And so there's also this non-attachment that's really uh, important because you can have the holding of what you get to have and also the non-attachment to something else is on its way to me. Something better is on its way to me. There is always something that is better for me that I might not be able to see right now. And there's so many different times that I've experienced this and so many different times I've experienced this with my clients where they're holding something, they desire something, and in the devotion to it might decide that, oh, this is actually what brought me into the knowing of this is what I would rather have or this is what actually feels more juicy for me. Uh, Or the holding of the vision or holding of the desire even through the muck and the mess and the heartache and the pain that comes with our human experience, it shows up in the ways that might be known or the ways that it might not be known. And so then you're in this fun game with spirit and with the universe of what are we co-creating here? What am I co-creating? every day, being intentional, every week, every month, every lunar cycle, every season, every year, checking in with yourself of what am I co-creating here and what needs to happen here for me to allow this in? What do I need to face? What do I need to move through? What do I need to create within myself? What do I need to transform or transmute around my beliefs of not having it and the beliefs I get to step into around having it? And how can I now devote myself to that as the walking embodiment of someone in your power? So as you practice this, you then are living a a life that you envision for yourself. Because there's been so much intention in what you created followed and backed with not only the beliefs that you're ingraining in your mind and in your body, but also the safety in your nervous system of you getting to have that and you getting to hold that, but also with the consistent practice of of creating it in the micro moments that let it show up in macro ways, more often beyond what you can possibly think of and beyond what you can possibly comprehend, beyond what your mind can come up with, which is why this is a spiritual practice. This is a practice of leaning into the mystic, leaning into the magic, letting go of the logic and showing up for yourself as a person who gets to have it and as a person who gets to co-create it thank you so much for sharing sacred space and joining me on this episode of wild wealthy and liberated if you resonate i would love if you left a review and if you are more curious about my work and would like to get to know me better you can find the links to my website and my instagram in the show notes below as well as my free Facebook community if you'd like to join and be a part of that. Blessing your week and looking forward to having you back for the next episode.